in this edition of Hoopsology. Justin welcomes professional dunker Jordan Kilgannon. Jordan has revolutionized the art of dunking, with him gaining massive popularity on YouTube and the rest of social media. We talk with Jordan about what the game of basketball means to him in his home country of Canada, discuss his favorite basketball memories, the inspiration behind his name, ways to fix the dunk contest, and just his advice for any aspiring dunkers out there. And we will also get into how Jordan just gained millions of followers all over the internet. This is an awesome interview if you just want to get behind the scenes of what professional dunker just does day to day. Jordan Kilgannon was a great interview. Please leave us your questions at hoopsologypod at gmail.com. Follow us on all social media platforms. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're a proud member of Underdog Podcast. And now, Jordan Kilgannon. He is a professional dunker, and I'm pretty sure you've seen his jaw-dropping dunks all over social media. We have the pleasure in welcoming Jordan Kilgannon onto Hoopsology. How's it going, Jordan? Going great. How about you? Doing really well. Thanks for joining us. And with our podcast, um, my co-host is not here today. Um, we usually like just to talk about basketball culture. It's important just not only to talk about just the, you know, the major headlines, but get into roots of why we love the game of basketball so much. So I just want to ask you either take it in either direction. Um, what is your first basketball memory or your favorite basketball memory? I mean, growing up, I think it was watching Michael Jordan's free throw line dunk again and again and again. I think I've stared at that picture of him where, you know, he's just like this in the air for hours, um, you know, especially being named after Michael Jordan. Yeah. He was the one person that I really looked up to a lot. So yeah, definitely that. So you mentioned Jordan and, you know, as we recorded this podcast, LeBron broke the all-time scoring record. Can you kind of put in the context the importance of Michael Jordan to a whole new generation of NBA fans that might not, you know, have that connection with him? I, I think we both share an affinity for Jordan, just his impact on the game. For a lot of younger fans, they may not know he has just a huge impact in general. How much of an impact did he have on just your life? How much you emulated, you know, not only his dunking style, like you're named after him. Like how much the impact do you think he's had on just your life in general? Yeah, it's one of those things I'm starting to realize more and more how much of a real impact. You know, I idolized him my whole life and, uh, you know, looked up into a bunch of his stories and his mentality. But to be named after somebody who is known throughout the world as being like the greatest, being great. Uh, I don't know. Like, even if you look into habits, how habits are made, you like you change your environment in a way so that you can it's easier to uh, be motivated or to do this you know even having pictures of people that are inspiring to you on your wall is a good thing now imagine imagine being named after one of these people right it's like i don't know since i was a kid i felt like i was maybe supposed to do something special just because i was named after somebody else who was special so just in that sense it changed my life to like aim for something really great but also uh, just in terms of dunking, of course, I don't think I'd be into dunking as much as I am, or I wouldn't have gone into it as early as I did if it wasn't for Michael Jordan. So just doing your re- some of my research on you and just really following you for such a long time, just um, to seeing you just on that that TNT show and just your YouTube uh, videos in general, um, you've had to say very much a linear path in terms of your rise, just in terms of your success. Can you kind of go over how you started um, your career becoming a professional dunker and what kind of like trials and tribulations got you to this point to be this highly successful? So for me, 
I guess way, way before uh, being a pro was, I kind of found out that being a pro dunker was even a thing, right? So I was like, oh, it's almost like its own sport, you know, like it's, you don't have to just play basketball and do dunking. And so I started dunking on seven foot hoops, or eight foot hoops every day for three, four hours a day, sometimes nine hours in a day. And then, uh, yeah, I just got hooked. So for years I did that and then got into like proper high jump type training and doing all my research. And then I kept posting videos and I felt like I was better than some of the pros out there, uh, or at least on the same level, but nobody was giving me a chance. You know, I'm some kid like dunking on their hoops. I got home. You don't know if the hoops are like super low or anything like that. Right. Like it, it's risky to give that guy a chance, but then hoop mixtape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Nils Wagner gave me a, a shot. He flew me out to LA and then I got to dunk in front of all these people I've idolized my whole life. And I would just started going off because I had like crazy amount of adrenaline. It was like by far the highest I've ever jumped. Uh, and I started doing really well against them. Uh, so much so that like I went from being a kid who's like, we don't even know if he's good enough to be a pro to like people calling me the best dunker in the world like that quickly. Uh, so that's pretty much how it's all started for me. Uh, and yeah. That, that's incredible. How has you think social media has really changed this dunking in general? I just remember, you know, growing up and the only exposure was just watching, you know, the NBA and just seeing dunking in that medium. Now, you know, you can see it on all social media channels and you're seeing really a new subset of just, you know, in this basketball influencers overall, you know, really become at the forefront of basketball culture overall, besides just their professional games. So do you see, I mean, you're on the cutting edge. Do you, are there any trends that you're looking at in the future that might change how you approach, you know, the dunks you post on social media just based on how rapidly things change on the internet? Yeah, it, it is really interesting. I, I've noticed a huge change just myself uh, very recently. So any sort of income uh, before would have to be just from doing dunk shows and uh, dunk contests. And now it's more and more just to do a TikTok or to do a YouTube or to do this. And that's starting to outweigh even going to uh, events a bit more and more, uh, which is a beautiful thing. You know, uh, the fact that back in the day, my plan was to um, have another job, have a secure job, and then just obsessively do dunking, not necessarily on the side, but like in order to do dunking as hard as I could. Uh, but now with social media, like you can, there's so many things you could do nowadays, you know, you're really not limited to the kind of things you could do. So yeah, in the future, I guess there'll just be more of that. Like, I feel like the way I'm being treated with like brands approaching me is more of a, an influencer, like a businessman, more than just a dunker, you know, which is kind of a cool thing. No, it, it makes total sense. And I just want to get into the... Uh, I guess your process of when you create a dunk, like how many times does it take to, to hit one? Cause I think a lot of people just, they see just the end product and they don't realize just the hard work, just your mindset, your, the process of actually, you know, hammering your, your most notable dunks home. You can't take through us, take like the viewer and listener through that process of just the concept of a dunk you have to actually hitting it. Because I think it's just incredible. Just the hard work you, you put in, let alone just the dunk itself. I think just the whole process is it's quite amazing mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, so it can vary quite a bit. Like there has been times where I try a new dunk that I just thought of like in the middle of a dunk session and I get a first try. I'm like, well, that's, you know, crazy. And I go to try that dunk again and it takes me like 
forever. You know, so that you can get lucky sometimes. That's the thing about a lot of these dunks. If you get lucky one time, you get it down. Um, now, there's some other dunks that takes hundreds of tries. Um, those are obviously much tougher. But the way to, to make those dunks is really, it depends. There's one way to do it where you just combine a bunch of dunks together, right? So let's say we want to combine uh, off the backboard, uh, 360 in between the legs. There's a new dunk. Now, instead of off a backboard, maybe you do it off the side of the backboard. There's a new dunk. And you keep like switching those out, almost like a computer, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, doing that so much over time, you develop that skill to where like you can just think of that like nonstop. The other way that's more fun to me is where it almost looks like I'm doing a dance on the ground where I'm like, you see me doing this and like trying to visualize a ball going through different parts of my body or doing different things. And I'm almost like trying to force an accident, like trying to move in like random ways to force an accident and then just watching it being like, oh, maybe that could be a dunk. You know, that's another fun way too. Are you influenced by other just... I guess peers like yourself, like I, I, you know, I'm on social media and I see a bunch of like different uh, influencers doing all kinds of different things in terms of flips and other acrobatics, um, other dunkers like yourself. Um, do they influence what, you know, new innovations that you're coming up with too as well? Or are you just basically coming up with these dunks based basically on your innovations? It's like 99.99% on my own, but I do keep an eye on other people, whether it's uh rhythmic gymnastics you know with the ball or uh, the trampoline dunkers are interesting to watch too they'll come up they have no limitations so they'll think more outside of the box so they'll come up with some cool stuff uh and there's a couple other sports too where uh, freestyle basketball uh like there's this dunk called the kamikaze i did a 360 kamikaze not that long ago uh that's was an idea from a, a freestyler and me and this other pro dunker who used to be the best freestyle in the world I told him to just freestyle, just just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And eventually, I was like, "What's that? Is that possible with a dunk?" <laughs> and then we we both did it with uh, with a dunk. So one of my biggest, I think, memories of you is seeing you on the Dunk King on TNT. And when I saw that show, I was like, "Thank God!" I was like, "Finally, finally, um, we, we get to see you, you and your competitors showcase your skills." Um, on a really a large platform um, at the time. Now, you know, I'm assuming social media is probably bigger, but um, at the time, you know, on TNT, what was that experience like? What was that experience like just being with, you know, Charles, Kenny, Shaq, just with those guys that, you know, their perspective of the game is of just more professional, the NBA, and just seeing this other subset of basketball culture that doesn't get exposed. Uh, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, it's always interesting if people ask me uh, what it's like when I do either performance or especially a dunk contest, because I kind of black out when it comes to like everything else. Like I'm so focused on the dunks that I need to do. And I I don't I'm not thinking about a single other thing. Like I don't really care about anything else. I'm just there to win. And I'm just like strategizing or really focusing. and I'm in the zone. And that that contest took like maybe a couple days or three days. I forget. And I was actually drained after that contest just from being in the zone for that long. I'm used to just doing it for like a short period of time, you know, like an hour maybe. And the entire time, like people would even talk, try and talk to me. And my brother would be like, just don't, he's, he's in it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's tough to say. Although looking back, of course, it's the coolest thing ever. Uh, Meeting some of those guys, those NBA legends is always such a fascinating thing, especially Shaq, you know, 
Uh, he's also really great with all the dunkers. He like will sh- share things all the time. Uh, he'll send me like dunk ideas to try to. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it's it's quite an amazing thing to to be around those guys. So, what has been the impact of just your success on social media to the the pro game? I've seen you just dunk on uh, multiple just you know, NBA events quite frequently. Are they influenced by what you do? What is kind of their feedback regarding just your success in general? Because I think you're you're a leader in in this media. I mean, it's no longer, you know, back in the 90s, just looking up to whoever's dunking in the dunk contest every February. Mm-hmm. Now it's, you know, everybody like yourselves on, on social media leading the way. What are they saying about, you know, seeing you just on social media, the inspiration they get from you? Yeah, I mean... It's tough to say. Some of them like will reach out to me, and that's the the coolest thing to me because I'm still a bit of a a kid in some ways, where I really get super excited for the NBA dunk contest, uh, and it's super excited to like be around or talk to any of these NBA guys. Uh, but now it's kind of cool that some of them are just we just chat once in a while or, or like talk dunks, and uh, yeah, I think that's the the coolest thing. Can you discuss just, you know, you're, again, you have a lot of experience with just NBA players in general. And like myself, I am a fan of just the, the NBA dunk contest that happens every year. And there's always just the debate of how to improve it. You know, you're an expert, you know, in this field, what can you see in terms of just improving, you know, this contest every year? Is it bringing your, like yourselves, your competitors, you know, showcasing your skills instead of just letting the NBA players just hang out and have fun and just having you guys to showcase. I mean, you guys are the professional dunkers, not them. So is that a way of just, you know, maybe fixing the dunk contest or do they want to get in on the fun, but just not have the pressure of just, I guess fans just killing them on social media if they miss a dunk, which is very difficult to do. Um, mm-hmm. Is there any kind of a way you think just to you know improve the fan experience when it comes to just the, the All Star Weekend dunk contest every year? Yeah, so I think a couple things. Uh, one, you know, the judging can be an issue sometimes. Uh, not to to bash anyone at all, but sometimes there's dunks that are being done in the NBA dunk contest that don't get a huge wow factor but that are actually technically very difficult to do right so only pro dunkers would be able to like know how difficult some of these dunks are because even though some of the people who are judging might be might have been in the dunk contest in the past a lot oftentimes they haven't tried like specifically like what they're trying now so i think having some of us as judges would be uh, a great start also having us um coach and help out these dunkers like with picking which dunks because we know the way that they jump and we can easily look around the pro dunking world and just like okay you can do this you can do this you can do this you can do this uh and not just coaching in terms of what dunks to pick but also coaching in terms of like how to stay warm in between and like i'll watch the nba dunk contest and they will do so many things wrong like like they not even in terms of the dunks, but what they do before and after they could change and it would get them a higher score. You know, it's all about entertainment. And we've learned that, you know, as much as dunking is a sport, it's hugely just entertainment, right? Yeah. And so we developed that skill of being an entertainer. The other option that uh, somebody else came up with, uh, Connor Barth, would be that all the 
uh, NBA teams have a dunker, have a pro dunker on their franchise. Like, um, and then at halftime shows of a bunch of the games, the dunkers will go against each other. And then maybe at All-Star weekend, that's kind of like the finals where we go head to head, right? So then it kind of separates us where we don't need to go against the NBA dunkers, but we can have like our own thing that's also entertaining for the NBA. And we're also part of the NBA. That'd be interesting too. Have you proposed these ideas? Um, I, I don't want to sound like I'm just, I think those, those ideas are incredible. I think those are, that's the most insight I've ever heard about improving the dunk contest. Have you actually presented these ideas to the NBA? Because I think that's the perfect recipe of fixing this whole situation, I think. For sure, yeah. We're actually in the middle of talking about some things right now there. Don't want to say too much, but yeah. Sure. We're, we're, yeah, we're trying. Well, you got a fan of me, and I'll, I will speak for my co-host. He will co-sign that idea <laughs> completely because you're right. I, because you go to an NBA arena, and you have an official DJ. You have a PA announcer. You have an arena host, an official dunker. That makes perfect sense. Dunking is mm-hmm. part of halftime entertainment in these arenas all the time, every single game. So to have just a tournament that takes place, an official dunker for each team, and it takes place All-Star Weekend. That's a brilliant, brilliant idea. I hope they implement that. If any NBA officials are watching this, uh, players, fans, uh, please push that, because that's that's an incredible idea. That's coming from myself, who's always watching the dunk contest, and I feel like disappointed, and just it's just kind of like a, I don't know what it is, it's just like sadness at the end, usually, <laughs> except for some exceptions, but I think this is a brilliant, brilliant idea, especially the way NBA embraces social media and just in terms of just having another hook to just going to an NBA game. I live in Denver, so, you know, just having another, I don't know, entertainment i guess reasoning just to besides watching the games just watching that tournament go down you know at every you know every single nuggets game and just keeping track of other teams within the league um in terms of their dunkers would be just incredible i think it's a brilliant idea yeah yeah no i think it's a great idea too again not my idea connor bar's idea but sure. uh, it's a great one so i want to just get where shift gears and focus on you know you growing up and just the the basketball scene within canada this is something that i think a lot of american basketball fans are probably ignorant to can you guys kind of give insight to how the game is growing just within you know your home country um just in terms of seeing a lot more players from canada go to the nba and what the future holds uh, with just canada and the sport of basketball itself because just with toronto winning the title just you know just the i think that country embracing the game more i, I think it's it's becoming a huge factor and just the, the future of the game globally overall yeah it's actually really cool to see um the whole game grow and it's not even just in canada it's it's all around the world like the sport of basketball has really been blowing up which i think is great because i think it's a great game um but yeah, especially in Canada, growing up here and playing high school basketball, and now seeing like what high school basketball looks like, it's it's another level. Like these kids are like so much better now, and mo- many more people are doing it. Uh, a lot more people are even just building basketball courts in cities. Uh, you know, it's it's a great way. Like it doesn't cost very much. You just need to bring a ball and show up to a court. You know, it's a great way to make sure people are doing things and not staying on the streets, kind of thing. It's a uh, yeah. So I just think it's really great and it's definitely growing. 
So last question for you, what <clears throat> advice would you give just other aspiring dunkers out there that they see your clips and they really want to get into it and they may not be aware of just the work that goes into just hitting one of your dunks, just everything that goes, just the mindset, the preparation, the knowledge that you have, what advice would you give to them for, you know, them starting out? Hey, they, they may not want to play professional basketball. They want to, they want to professionally dunk. What would be your advice to them? Well, I think a few things. So one, don't be afraid to start on low rims, right? At low rims, I mean like eight foot, seven foot hoops and just practice technique. That's what I did for years and years and years. I'm seeing that nowadays some kids are dunking on the, again, seven foot hoops or eight foot hoops and posting online. And some of them are getting many, many views because social media is bigger now. And of course, you're going to get a lot of like hate type comments, right? So some of these kids are stopping because they feel embarrassed that they're only dunking on like lower hoops but that's how i started for years you know so don't be afraid to do that it'll work on your technique uh you just have to again work on ignoring a lot of those like hate type comments <clears throat> the other thing is social media again is huge um you know back in the day uh, some people have said that uh social media doesn't really matter, you know, and I'm, I think I'm the person that kind of showed how wrong that is Yeah. right now. I get all my, uh, gigs and sponsorships through social media. Like it's what matters the most. And so it's not only just about like posting on social media, but like learning the skill of social media, right. Uh, when it comes down to even making a thumbnail, you know, I can, I know how to use Photoshop and uh, now I can like hire the people to do it, but uh, make things, making sure things look professional because brands don't want to come after you, uh, if you don't look professional. Um, and yeah, and then the rest of it will just be the obvious things like consistency and hard work. Well, Jordan, this has been an incredible chat. Thank you very much for joining this, the show. Can you please let our viewers and listeners know where they can find you on social media, where you can find your YouTube channel, any other projects that you want, just the world to know. So you can find me at on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube, and all of them will be Jordan Kilgannon, uh, but YouTube and Twitter is KillerJunior23. And I do have something big coming, so I can't say what yet, but just look out for it. Nice. We'll be on the lookout. Jordan, thank you very much for your time. Much appreciated. Thanks so much.